Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Having a recovered memory here, <laughs> I may have seen him in concert. Who Barry Manilow? Uh, no, no, that I'd, I've seen that. I've seen him in concert. I, I I met him backstage, but he has rules when you meet him backstage, and he has to be in apparently complete pitch darkness. This this makes sense. Yeah, a friend of mine worked with Barry Manilow. I think so, we talked about. Yeah, this. he got the 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 seats to it at like the PNC Arts Center, not too far away. Sure, and. Uh, you know, we had amazing seats, and he's fantastic. Like, I'm sorry. I know he's the Crypt Keeper, and I know technically he's been dead for about 20 years, but he puts on a hell of a show. And then, I, you know, I was never like a fan of Lowe before, not before, but then he's like, we're going to go backstage and meet Barry. And we went back, and the requirements are that you meet him in a dark room. It was like lights out dark. I could not see my hand in front of my face. Technically, I don't think I met Barry Manilow. <laughs> it could have been any guy. It could have been Clay Aiken. I don't know. But I technically met him. Somebody took a picture at somewhere in the world. Um, Probably with my letter from Jim Davis. Every time I see someone take a picture with a celebrity, the celebrity looks like they want to be, like they put on, they put on that fake smile. <clears throat> One is clearly more excited than the other. And it's like, well, this isn't, why would you want this picture? You oh. know- when I reach my level of pseudo-celebrity this year, uh, my requirement will always be a selfie picture that I control. I need to be able to control my pictures. There's nothing that makes my sphincter tighten more than when I get a notification that says someone tagged me in something. Awful. It's, I want to crawl under a table. It's never good. If you're taking a picture of me in the middle of a comedy show, I guarantee you I'm having a stroke. Sure. I don't need to see me, Ever unfiltered i never need to see me from an angle that is not the top of a building most people look at their their self in the pictures of a crowd they're like i look great i'm gonna post that meanwhile (laughs) someone is the mid sneeze the other one is like has like a double chin because they're choking on a fly that flew into their mouth and then the other one's like looking away or their heads down so you see their bald spot and it's like hey thanks debbie for that picture thanks for tagging me Remember the big picture we took at Caroline's and the two of us were like, I hate myself. The only person who looks good in that picture is the one who tagged the damn picture. That's all. Your agenda is to make yourself look the best in every picture. Yeah. Or if like you're like, for some reason you have your, if you have some ill-fitting clothes and then the wind kicks up. So now it looks, looks like you got like, like one of your friends from high school that sat on an air hose for about a year and a half. I feel really good. I'm really bloated. And let me tell you what, a high-waisted jean does not photograph well. I disagree. I mean, uh, unless your camel toe's hanging out. Well, I mean, the ones I'm currently wearing are giving me a urinary tract infection as we speak. So, Well, congratulations. I, what did we say yesterday when we were shopping? The camel-colored one. Camel-toned. Camel, camel That's throw. what it was. So we're, the cam- we, were looking, I, we were looking at stuff to zhuzh your, your home here. And I was going through... And I was talking to anyone that would talk to me. And I was like, you should probably have um, like a camel throw, like a camel, <laughs> like we should have like a camel throw here. And I said, not a camel toe, camel throw. 
And we're imagining if we were talking to someone who works at this establishment and we said, can I have a camel throw? And she pushes like her long Chico's uh, sweater. Yeah, her parka to the side. And she was like, well, this is on sale. Camel toes, 30% off. No, ma'am, ma'am, I'm sorry. I said camel throw. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's different. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. those oh. are full price. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I have to go in the back for a second. You don't, yeah. <laughs> it just camel throw. We were walking around full voice laughing and screaming camel throw in West Elm. Yeah, I said it, West Elm. And then we just kept talking to each other, kind of like how my dad talks to anyone of, or used to talk to us from another room. Aaron! Oh, it gives me a heart attack. <laughs> Whenever anybody says my first name, it makes me nervous. Nobody ever calls me by my first name. Also, West Elm ever. was very like, it's like an echo chamber. So it's like when you were, at, you were checking out and I'm like, Aaron! Oh, that poor woman too. We had her running up and down. And can you get a fresh version of this? And then we want the, the thing that stuffs in the pillow and then the camel throw. Do you have an, insert? The, Do you have an answer for that pillow? Do you, Do you have, have an insert pillow? for your camel toe? It was disgusting. But every time he was screaming my name all over the store and it was making my sphincter tighten every time. I also under, I also don't understand New Jersey. I feel well, like I was in Zoolander where like Derek Zoolander can't turn left. N- New Jersey can't turn left. You constantly have to turn right. The entire into state. Into some kind of weird cul-de-sac. Yeah. And then back out. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna get out of the car and beat the shit out of somebody. The whole point of the transportation system in New Jersey, any highway, is trying to lead you into a little mini mall. So every time you try, you just want to take a left, and you can't. You have to take a right into a Ruby Tuesdays, and then since you're there, you're like, I might as well get a fucking Blooming Onion. No. And then we go to Aldi, and then we go from there. Like anywhere That's you went. That's not even a real cul-de-sac. Whatever the hell you're talking about, where what? the Aldi is. The, that is a full. You know what that? You have to turn around in that parking. But that lot. little section is like when you go to like Disney or Six Flags, and it's like that defunct, like Fisherman's Wharf, where it's yeah. like they've closed all the they've closed all the restaurants. Adventureland. Yeah, yeah, there's one fish and chips restaurant open, and then there's like the loggers run, but it's only going to be open for the next thirty minutes. Like because, Sad Pleasure Island. Yeah. That's All of New that... Jersey is a really shitty Pleasure Island, yeah. which, by the way, I almost called Passion Island, which would be very different in Passion Disney. Island. Oh, can you imagine? You take your kids to, to Disney and you're like, all right, you guys, well, we have the night off. We've been to Epcot and Magic. Let's go to let's go to Passion Island. I wonder what that's all about. I could use a new smoothie and we get there and just like all raunch. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Oh, my God. What are they doing to Donald Duck? Welcome to Passion Island. All right. Oh. <gasps> And welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Fisher Stevens. Wow. And I am Tina Louise. Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I Can hear, I hear it? it? Oh, oh, God. Passion Island. Oh, yes. Well played. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Well played. Yes. Nice. yes. 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 Oh, 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 yes. Yes. I'll have what she's having. 
And then Meg Ryan picks up her fork and has a scoop of her tuna salad. It's genius. I thought it was coleslaw. Whatever the fuck it is. That sound Aaron. you just heard was actually just me at 16 handles. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, that was um, very entertaining and abnormally long when you don't have a visual attached to it. I absolutely love When Harry Met Sally. There always is have. not, if you do not love it, then you're a sociopath. And I always have to watch that when it's on TV. Yep. I can't predict when it's going to be on like Steel Magnolias or Beaches. But I don't always, I will always watch, watch Beaches when it's on. No, you can't. That's not, uh, it's like eating fudge. You can only have so much of that. Uh, what? Too personal. Okay. Clay Aiken. I mean, what kind of fudge are you talking about? I'm talking about Clay Aiken's fudge. <laughs> Gross. You're, dis- you're a disgusting. disgusting woman. All right. So we are back again, and we are bringing you old school advice to new school problems this week and every week. Haven't you binged us at this point? Don't you know who we think we are? We have 30-something episodes in the can. So go back and find us and follow us on your social media. Where can the they f- find us? Is that the first time you've had anything in your can? Are we going back to Clay Aiken's what? fudge? All I don't right. know. There's a lot of uh, right. storylines that are spinning right now. So, really? So uh, tell them where they can find us. On the Spotify. Every time I do that, I'm meaning social media. Oh, in the uh, Instagram, the Twitter, <laughs> the face page. If they're listening to Pot us, Official. then they find us. Yes, at Dear Pot Official. What about our website? DearPotOfficial.com. What about our email address? <sighs> DearPodOfficial at gmail, Tucker. What and are you doing? what can they do when they email us? They can email us questions. Questions, please. Advice. Are you in need of advice? Aren't we all in need of wisdom from some other jackass that Something thinks they know more? Something as simple as what to serve at a holiday dinner, the perfect birthday present, anything. How to get through this next Round of holidays. Of hell, yes. Right. The hol- surviving the holiday party scene. Especially that. Send us your holiday questions because we're all in this together for the long haul, at least until January 2nd, which would probably be the next time that I walk through Times Square. This is when I True. avoid the city as much as, like I avoid the center of the city as much as I possible. I think you're doing yourself a grave disservice as someone who lives in the center of the city. You need to choose wisely because there are some things that you're going to miss out on that are very spectacular. Like what? What is special? <laughs> oh, Jesus. For example. SARS. It is kind of stunning when you happen upon, even though it's down the street from me all the time, Radio City. Oh, I do enjoy a Radio City. And, and then the right, around there, right around there when they had like the giant Christmas installments where like there's the collection of red. Uh, ornaments. Yeah. Yes. Red ornaments. And then like the colored lights, the the oversized colored lights. Oh, yeah. Those are Did pretty. Those? Did you ever know? That I came close to being a rocket. Okay. It's true. True story. First audition I ever went on in the city, and I was like, well, it says how the rockets are between 5'5 five five and 5'11 or whatever, and I'm 5'7. So I was like, well, fine, I'll just go to it. And I had my short, spiky Clay Aiken hair. Oh, I didn't look like anybody else who was auditioning for this thing. And I just went for shits and They're giggles. They're like, lady, Hogs and Heifers is uh, downtown. <laughs> They're like, Mr. Aiken, please. Do you mind? There's people who need this job. You're going to be running for Senate or something in 10 years, so you're fine. So then they called They called me. They were like, Clay Aiken to the front, please. I'm sorry, the Sim City, the Sim City auditions are down the hall. 
That's what you read. Right? Are you here for Sesame Street? Yeah, are you the... This isn't... No, we're not looking for Angry Dyke. We're looking for Rockette. I can do that! No, you can't. Let me bench press these bitches over my head. Well, I look. I can't imagine what I must have looked like to them. I don't know. But for some reason, they kept keeping me. So you go through the first round, and then they keep making cuts through the day, and cuts and cuts. And I was like thrilled with how far I was actually going. And then eventually I got cut towards the end of the day and I was like, well, that was fun. I get a call two weeks later. They're replacing two girls already and they only called eight of us in. So I got called back again and I had to go to Radio City and I I smacked some makeup on my Clay Aikeny face and I went there. Wow. And it was eight of us in a studio above Radio City Music Hall. Like it was one of these creepy sort of you know how you have those New York City moments where you're like, well, this will never be replicated again. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to book this job. It was one of the most stressful, intense. I'm not meant to kick in a line with other people. Like if you ask, if you tell me that I need to be specific on something, that's when my brain freaks out and is like, no, no, we can't do this. Sure. And we had to do the kick line over and over again. And when they do it, their arms are behind each other, but you cannot touch each other or you will drag each other the hell down. Really? Yes. And then you think, oh, whatever. I tell you what, by the sixth time they had us do do this because they had us do it over and over again, I was holding on to the bottom of some girl's leotard for dear life. (laughs) Like I was, I was ass grabbing. I was me tooing the shit out of all the rockets around me, just being like, hold my ass up. Eight of us, we go in there and we're in the studio and we're kicking and you have to kick precisely at eye level and you it, the precision. I mean, it's the technically the Rockettes are who should be fighting our battles abroad. Okay. These are military unit trained girls. Yeah. Intense, physical. So what happened? How they come you picked didn't get two it? girls, two blonde chicks. How come I didn't get it? Because I was the Clay Aiken of the group. They were like, how did this chick get in? But you somehow got all the way down there. Yeah, I know. I don't know how. It is. This city is amazing. It just like the things that all of a sudden you're like, how the hell am I in this room? Yeah. The left turns that you can take through the day. You know what I'm very <laughs> excited for? I mean, just to segue, pseudo segue, um, since we'll be entering inside of December. Yes. The Sweeney sisters come back. Oh, a squeeze a little, Oh, wait, that's the Leslie Uncombs one. A bee, but not a bee, and a jeepers and a creepers. I tell you what, we lost our throats laughing at Patti LaBelle singing at the tree lighting of DC. Tell me that you've seen Jim, this. Jim, do you know this? It is Where one of the singers? finest moments that Ladies has and ever. Gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, let me set the scene. Yeah, set so, the scene while I find it. We're in D.C. Well, we're not, but the, the television program is. <laughs> and television this program. gentleman is, it's the tree lighting, and he's about to introduce uh, world-famous Patti LaBelle. And as he's talking about her ac- ac- accolades, um, she comes out early, and you see her come out behind him, and he, she's like, whoop, and turns around and goes back out. She's wearing, like, the biggest, like, Kate. Graduation right. gown, basically. And That's then what she, it looks and like. And then he introduces her and she comes back out and she's like, she's like, you know, thank you. And she gets to the the microphone and she's about to say, like, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. And they cut her off and they instantly start playing um this Christmas, 
you know, this Christmas will be a very Merry Christmas. My excitement over this. So anyway, so she comes out and she's looking around. It was startled that she's she has to sing this song um, because there's literally no like no lube, no poppers, just like full force, like ow. And then she looks around and she realizes that there is no one else on the stage other than her at this time. And she's like, uh, oh, okay. And then it's like, hey, do, are, do you have it queued up? I have it queued up. The, I, like ladies the and gentlemen, also, you need to watch it three times because you need to get the facial reactions, heard the rolling of the eyes yeah. and her hand gestures because this woman is a goddamn professional. Hit it. Toots. This is the best birthday gift that anybody has ever given to me. Oh, here we go. That was her trying to say thank you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, nobody's around. Yep, not a single person. Yeah, kill that time. Here in the cue card. <laughs> Do you know what she just said? I'm gonna help. I'm gonna ad lib all I can because I don't have any. Because I don't have any background <laughs> singers. There should be words at this point. They're shitting themselves in the green room. They're like, uh, guys, Patty's singing. What? What? Oh, Lord. The fact that she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, she's basically narrating right now. She's like, I'm gonna ad lib right now. I just fulfilled my diaper with you folks right here. Oh, god damn. And I never bothered to learn the song because I already cashed the paycheck. Where are they at? Where are they at? I, I'm gonna fire somebody. And then, oh, Lord, I'm gonna love somebody tonight. And then three Singers, come on! Like we weren't supposed to be on for another twenty minutes. I was in the green room doing a bump. All of a sudden, Patty Labelle is on stage screaming, "Where my background singers?" <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't have like a pocket blow dart in her in like that giant gown. It was like presents and card. <laughs> that poor PA who had to write the cue cards apparently on spec. So if uh, you don't know how to bring up a party and if you have an awkward moment at a Christmas party this year, any sort of holiday situation, people gather around the fireplace, bring up Patty LaBelle tree lighting ceremony, and it will be the best four minutes you've ever spent this whole month. And then get yourself some Patty's sweet potato pie. Living it up with Jim. Oh. Did you know that Patty LaBelle has a TV show called, or there used to be a TV show called Living It Up with Patty LaBelle? The cooking show. I think so. Was it a cooking show? But then she sings her own name. Living it up with Pedal Bell. That's my name. <laughs> That's 
the tag. That's, that's on the tag. It. I'm not even kidding. See, anyway, she, she's used to writing her own content. Sure. She too is a content creator like sure. us. And this week's theme, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the gift that you have already given me of the laughter, is birthday. The birthday. theme is birthdays because this is my birth week. And by the time this airs, I will be older and sexier. You'll be well into your 40s by then. Oh, no, I won't. I'm holding at 33, just like Jesus. <laughs> I'm holding at it. Well, until you can walk on water, you're in your 40s. At this point, I have fish hooks in the bottom half of my face, just trying to plug everything up and keep things, keep gravity mm, from taking that's over. That's so attractive. I know. I will cut these jowls oh. out of me as I age. This, so this is my birthday week. Yeah. Um, how are you celebrating me? Um, well, I'm here. Uh, I'm in New Jersey early. Yeah. In okay. The early morning. Next. And uh, then I'll be leaving. So that's how I'll be. That celebrating. is the best gift that you can give me—the gift of your lack of presence. I also won't flush when I leave, and I won't tell you where I went. Oh, what a lovely gift! On well, the carpet, not on the carpet, please. What I like to do is I like to go into your bathroom, but I, I like to go on the toilet seat. Oh, that's fine. Right. Because you know how to lid. style. And if you left it there, as we've learned, hey. when you style something in my home, I leave it exactly in the position that you put it in. And I as we found out from again. Michaels, that the poo emoji has now made it to the Christmas tree. So now we have a poo emoji Christmas tree ornament. Congratulations, America. You officially shit on yourself. Literally, we shit the bed. Yep. And a camel toe. Throw. Right. Camel throw. Camel throw. We need a camel throw over here. So who here. wants to start this party off right? You know what? Right? I think right. Um, as a birthday girl, I'm going to do it. Where's the party? Where's the party? Ah, that's insane. Where's All right. The- <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Oh, going to get it. It is time for the Statesman Journal from Salem, Oregon, June 3rd, 1970. Ooh, good. Pair of rabbits irks girlfriend. I hear you. Subtle as a jackhammer, Ann. Yeah. Dear Ann Landers, my birthday was Easter Sunday. It was also the anniversary of the day Jerry and I met. For the last three years, Jerry and I have celebrated this date as a very important one in our lives. For months, Jerry has been asking me what I want for a gift. I told him I want him to decide. In the meantime, we have done plenty of window shopping. He knows my taste in luggage, jewelry, and hostess gowns. This morning, <laughs> I became completely undone when a delivery man rang my doorbell and handed me a large box with air holes. I am now the proud mother of two Easter bunnies. Oh. One is tinted powder blue. The other is a bluish pink. The card reads, From Jerry, with love. Name the girl after you. And the boy after me. I don't care for rabbits. I live in an efficiency apartment and have no place for them. What's more, I don't want to be bothered. At first I was disappointed. Now I'm furious. This little joke is nothing but a cheap cop-out. Any advice? Signed, The Hutch Mistress. Wait, tell me what year this is. Uh, 1970. Okay. Good year for rabbits. And efficiency apartments. But go ahead. And dyeing them pink and blue. That's... Dear Hutch, call Jerry at once and tell him he is the proud father of two rabbits and he can name them anything he likes. And hurry up before you have ten. Anne. By the time that this letter was received, she has probably 55 rabbits in her house. Oh, that's a lot of red eyes. That is something I don't, again, 
rabbits as a pet, I can smell them right now. Like yep. I can smell the wood chips. They get big. And they're not, you can't like hug them. You can't play with them. They don't really do anything. They just kind of sit there. No, and you can't even eat them like a chocolate. The only oh, rabbit geez. I want is a chocolate rabbit. Yeah, I, I I would never eat rabbit. If someone gave me a rabbit, I'd say, that's very nice of you. Pass. No, put this back. Ooh. You know, my jewels will eat any kind of meat. I won't eat rabbit, period. Ever, ever. But I don't want to own a rabbit. So basically the theme of this is crappy gifts, crappy birthday gifts. Well, What's, maybe for your letter. Well, that's the that's the take. That's my takeaway. What is the worst birthday gift you've ever gotten? Life, the gift of life. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. Damn. Um, the crappiest birthday present probably just like a candle. I think. Oh, I love a candle. I would kill for a candle as a See, birthday gift. It's you know they're very that that's a scented thing in your house. Yeah, that is. You don't give anyone a pet a because, like in. It's, you don't know what people can do with their pet. Like, why would you give anyone? Something living. Right. No. Like a baby. <laughs> don't ever give me a baby. What if I gave you that for I, I don't need, no, I'm good. I'm good. Then we're going to have a Diane Keaton situation. I'm going to give it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand what a Diane Keaton thing is. What are you talking baby about? Baby boom. That's her baby. It's not her birth baby. She got it from a cousin who died. Is that right? Yes. I know Baby Boom too well. I was raised on it. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, Get my mother started on that today and watch where the story goes. I think think your dad's probably getting your mom started. Stop it right now. What is wrong with you? Uh, By the way, sidebar, did you know that me and my brother have the same birthday three years apart? Yeah, because you told me yesterday. Oh, sorry. I was delivered by a stork, though, because parents don't do that. Oh, right. And he was found in a cabbage patch. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm standing by this. Mm. Uh, if if my jewels ever got me a pair of rabbits, he would never get me rabbits. He hates rabbits too. Do you remember rabbit? The rabbit, um, not the dildo, uh-huh. but um, when, when, no. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good, good rabbit. Though. The rabbit for like TVs, where you can. No, it it was called the rabbit. Like you could put it, like wherever like your cable was, but then you put it in the and a TV in another room, and you could watch the same thing. It what? basically mirrored your TV. That's horrifying. I don't know. It never worked. That's some next house. level entertainment. Well, nothing really works in my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> no matter. Anything goes in there. And it... Except for the Victrola. We don't have that either. Mm. Mm. Shitty gifts. Uh, now at this point, don't you feel like, it's like with Christmas. I feel like at this point I'm buying my own thing and just wrapping it. I would rather someone not get me a gift. Than have to buy your own thing. Well, no, I just, you know, I just don't think a lot of people, again, we've talked about this before, a lot of people aren't good at gift giving. If you acknowledge it, then don't do it. But you you claim that you are good at gift giving. I am. What's the secret? I'm a shitty gift giver. I pay attention. I listen. Oh. Can you not stare at me with judgy eyes when you say that? I'm sorry. I'm just really tired. If I you just feel want a camel toe, camel throw for <laughs> for my birthday. Seems like you got it. Oh God! <laughs> Any more on rabbits? No. Give me one. Give All me right. a birthday gift. All of an right. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> See how jarring that is. Aaron. St- that. It's that. More, there's a difference. There's like a. There's like a. Aaron, and instead of a Aaron. Yeah. Like one's you're in trouble and the one is just. The other one has. Aaron! Phone! 
that's oh, that's kind of like what we would do in my family because ladies and gentlemen if you had a corded phone and you didn't have an intercom system as some who had an did. intercom system in their house well where i work we have an intercom system so if i were to say so and so's on line one. Oh, so there's no yelling allowed in the home um correct ish Although I have to pay attention to when I'm being spoken to from the upstairs master bedroom when I'm downstairs by the kitchen at my desk. Anyway, not and, and psychic powers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Too soon? Too much? Right. No. I, All right. Go on. The best gift someone can give me is a new job. Anyway. <laughs> You've heard it, people. You've heard it week after week after fucking week. Please send your job leads to dearportofficial at gmail.com before I kill him. Please. Anyway. Ooh, I just ground my teeth down to nubs. Neat. The Galveston Daily News, Thursday morning, December 17th, 1992. It's his party, and he can invite who he wants to. Mm. That's clever. (laughs) An original. (laughs) Dear Abby, my husband and I are planning a quiet 50th birthday celebration for him at a nice restaurant. We will be in the proximity of a sister, so I am sure he will want to invite her and... That's the problem. If his sister comes, she will want to bring her lesbian lover. And I don't think I could enjoy myself with the two of them showing their affection at the dinner table. I am not saying that I'm intolerant of his sister's lifestyle. Really? I just don't care to be in her company. My my husband told me that if I have to put conditions on his birthday celebration, I should stay at home. Abby. Does he sound like a husband who is committed to his marriage if he would tell his wife to stay home rather than ask his sister not to bring her lesbian lover? Sign me, Hurt Wife. I'll let the answer happen before I rage. Dear Hurt, your husband sounds like a man whose head and heart are in the right place. I agree with him. If you have to put conditions on his birthday party, you should stay at home. Boom. Bam. F off. I'm not saying I hate her. I just can't stand her. I just don't like her at all. And I'm it's not, not because, no, it's not because she's a lesbian. It's because she's a munch diver. And it's not just because her lifestyle makes me want to throw up in my mouth. It's that I, I just hate that she's a lesbian. She literally <laughs> says it in the same sentence. She was like, yeah. It's not that I don't disagree with her lifestyle. I just disagree with her lifestyle. No, no, no. It's not because she's a lesbian. It's because she's a lesbian. That's why I don't <laughs> like it. simple. In Danny Thomas one? <laughs> not Lebanese, Blanche. Lesbian. Oh, my God. Danny Thomas. I saw Marlo Thomas on the street the other day. Oh. She was directing traffic. I kid you not. What? Like as a job? No. The, the street was jam-packed. And all of a sudden this... <laughs> this little conversion van, the door whips open, and all of a sudden I'm like, that girl! I swear to Christ, Marlo <laughs> Thomas was out, and I could recognize, because she was like, you gotta back it up, you gotta back it up, you gotta back it up, because the street was so congested, because they were like, I don't know, they were taking a tree down or something, and she was like telling the cars behind her car, clearly she had to go someplace. This had to up. be a stunt for CBS no. or something. and I was like, no one, I, no one here other than myself understands what's happening did you scream that girl and point at her no i've heard stories about her assistants also so i was like i'm not touching this woman oh really anywho wow celebrity sighting but she's also not a lesbian well i think abby's response by the way to this party thing is on on 
point. And also on brand. Yes. She's progressive. It's true. Where her sister is not. Her sister's brand is flexible. Sometimes she's she's pro and then uh, like sometimes she's against. She was like against until the 60s, I think. And then mm. she started to change her ways when she was like, well, my Joel's goes out and gets himself some tail at 4 a.m. So I might as well be okay with this at this point. I think her response is, I think it's kind of interesting that it got to this point. Like he's 50 and his wife, so his wife has been like now this she's not homophobe okay for. Yeah, yeah. I don't Stay know. home. Stay and also, like, home. you're not gonna, like two lesbians going to the, your brother's birthday party. I would, I don't even like to hold hands in front of my family members. Period. No matter if I was dating a man or a woman. It's not like they're gonna scissor at the Chinese food <laughs> restaurant at the table in front of each other. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? And if they did, frankly, I would applaud because I love dinner and a show. <laughs> All right, I am, I am doing, I'm moving along to the Green Bay Press Gazette of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Now, this is from December 2nd, 1973. Uh, my brother was born one day later. My friend Betsy and I went to college right by Green Bay. Mm, Green Bay. Green Bay. Grimba. Dear Ann Landers, my birthday is next month. It will put me into my 30s and I'm depressed about it. Shut up. Am I crazy because I want to get married the man I've been going with for seven years says he's in no hurry. He has dinner here five nights a week. Restaurant food makes him sick. Weekends he spends with his mother. I don't go along because, I, because they never talk to me, only to each other in Italian. Last night, I put it to him plain. When are we going to get married? He said, I can't stand pushy women. Quit bugging me. I love him and don't want to lose him. Yeah, real keeper. Other men have asked me out, but I've said no to everybody. I know what I should do, but I need someone to give me a shove. Please do it. Signed, Aging Fast. I think his mom's going to give her a shove. I know. Off a cliff. Exactly. Hit it. Dear AF, <laughs> this advice is so old, I'll have to shave it to give it to you. <laughs> oh <my God laughs> but any woman who invests seven years in a relationship and gets an answer like that is crazy if she doesn't accept other invitations. Consider yourself shoved. <laughs> and I'm starting to think that there is no membrane between me and her anymore. This feels like an answer I would give. I can only imagine this conversation trend happening like on the ACE platform in Times Square. And like, and so what do I do? She's like, consider yourself this shove and then throws her in front of the speeding A train. Boom! You're on your own! Good luck, and now you've just delayed traffic. <laughs> selfish. <laughs> that that's that's selfish, when you're a real New Yorker. Selfish after you pushed her. Yeah, yeah. How tacky. <laughs> you're a real New Yorker when you find out somebody a train has been delayed because somebody got hit by it, and your first thought is selfish. Selfish. I never thought that selfish. Well, I'm dead inside, and I'm a sociopath, so my first thought is, ugh. Well, that that is is very um, interesting. Nothing like pressuring somebody into a wedding proposal, too. No thanks. I am going to use the phrase, something is so old I have to shave it for the rest of my life. This I woman, thought that you made that up. I know. Doesn't it feel like me? Mm -hmm. oh, you guys are we're morphing. The same. We're becoming the same person. Seven years. Seven years. And then you... When you never it talk takes about you seven anymore. years until... Oh, wait. Seven years. And then they've been together for seven years. And yeah. 
Yeah. It's an Italian boy thing. It's an Italian son thing. Well, how long have, have these weekends been going on where clearly his mother doesn't like you? It's He's just usurping on any female that's around him. He eats every night at her place where she's cooking for him Monday through Friday. And then he goes to his mother's house for the weekend and coddled, coddled right. Italian sons. Yeah. Oh, please. My Jules comes from an Italian family with a Sicilian mother. And he is put on a high pedestal. And I don't get it. He's nothing to write home about. Wow. Okay. He's in the room, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's right there. He's Don't move. He can't see you like a T-Rex. Give me your article. Clever girl. Clever girl. All right. <laughs> All right. This is from right. The Sun. Flagstaff, Arizona, Tuesday, December 19th, 1967. Birthday parties are not teacher's responsibility. Tell me about it. Dear Abby, Mrs. Smith proudly writes that she has solved her children's birthday problems by taking ice cream and cake to school and treating the whole class. The teacher, she says, cooperates and there is no fuss, no muss, and no frayed nerves. For whom? Perhaps not for the mother, but I am a teacher, and if a, mat- if a mother came to me with such a suggestion, I would quickly tell her that I am paid to teach, not to give parties. Furthermore, Multiply this scene by 30 or 35 and considerable teaching time is lost. When I first began to teach and I and taught in a school that allowed it, I cooperate, cooperated with one of those no-fuss-no-must mothers who brought the birthday party to school. Games were played and the excitement ran high. The mother sat in the back wringing her hands while I tried my best to control the overstimulated youngsters. Two children upchucked their hastily gulped refreshments all over the floor. No must, no fuss, no muss, eh? Abby, please tell mothers to give their children's birthday parties to at home. Thank you. Signed, paid to teach. Dear paid, hundreds of teachers share your views and wrote to tell me so. The only teachers who had a kind word to say about classroom parties were kindergarten teachers, and they are, and they qualified their enthusiasm with, if the mother tidies up the room and leaves it as she found it. This ain't Chuck E. Cheese. What? What? I think it's so awkward. What? That's weird and awkward. Like just dropping a cake in this woman's lap and saying, feed these kids and celebrate my kid's birthday in here. I think what we did in grade school is if that happened, it was like at lunchtime or at the end of the day where it's like so-and-so's birthday party. Lunchtime, yeah. my mother would bring cupcakes. Yeah. Really? I don't remember celebrating birthdays no, no in one really, the school. No one had like a birthday cake. It was like, it's my birthday, great. And then you'd get something. Yeah. I, it wasn't I'm, like someone's like, hey, it's been, we're having pasta with some caprese salad and some... <laughs> that would be <laughs> like, well, amazing. That would be awesome. Who wants orzo? <laughs> Kids love it. I, I don't... Also, like the music from the lady and the tramp starts playing. Uh, there's like checkered tablecloths. <laughs> it's like the, 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 the teacher all of a sudden comes in and she's like, hey, what's the matter, you? Hey. She comes in with a full trout. <laughs> she keeps grabbing everybody's cheeks. You want some spicy meatball, hey? Who's having a happy birthday? <laughs> Everybody take a little bit of salmon. Hey, make a salmon. Hey, what's know? wrong with my spaghetti? I made a lasagna. <laughs> A birthday lasagna. <laughs> Just stereotypes galore on this. I pie. love it. Isn't it fun? <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> Don't you like your things? What's your mama gotta say? Ew, now you sound like Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically his whole act that you just did right there. 
I don't remember. I might have blacked out, but I don't remember birthdays in the classrooms. I remember that it was like when you'd have birthdays, everybody would go to them kind of. Oh, I did have a birthday at a Chuck E. Cheese. Do you ever have that growing up? That was awful. Uh, my mother got stuck in the, the cheese factory tube slide. We can... We can ask her about that when we call for the moth report. You know how you go through the cheese factory, which I loved? I don't know what the hell that oh, is. Oh, it was like at least the one that I went to. I loved the Chuck E. Cheese in my neighborhood, aside from the ball pit, which was just, it's just MRSA. That's all that is. I can't, if you took a black light to that ball pit, no. the horrors that you would see. But the cheese factory was like, um, it was a factory and kids ran through it. And it was like a, a little obstacle course type thing. And the last thing was a tubular plastic slide and I remember going through it with my best friend Michelle and we got to the bottom and my mother and Michelle's mother who was named Marion were also in the cheese factory with us and I remember hearing uh-oh uh, Marion Marion <laughs> and Marion had to push me out the slide well it's designed for children right uh yeah in theory but I don't know why they didn't let us go into the cheese factory alone. I don't trust those mice in there, the people that are working at Chuck E. Cheese with my kids. I don't know. We can ask mm. questions. Mm. We can ask questions when we call for the moth report. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to call my mother, find out what the weather is like where she's standing, and find out if she has any anecdotes about her children and ask her what it was like to have two kids born on the same day, since this is our theme this week, birthday. Think of any questions that you have for my mother. I'm sure she'd be willing to answer anything. You're a disgusting human being. You're a disgusting pig of... Hello, how are you this fine morning? Oh my God, I'm Christmas shopping and I think I got the last parking space at the mall. It is mall. Was I the only one who thought that she was going to say I got the last Cabbage Patch Kid? Yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> yeah. I did, you know. I got that at Child World years ago for you. Child <laughs> World. Yeah, and you got the final Cabbage Patch for me for Christmas. They, they, they were on a... They were on a roll with those and it happened to be there when an order came in and everybody jumped on them. It was crazy. The things that we do for our Did kids. you knock any woman out to get it? Because those women were brutal. People were like <laughs> punching each other for Cabbage Patch Kids. No, no, no. <clears throat> My mother would have had some good stories about Filene's basement because people in there used to go crazy and that was where you'd see people knocking people down. My mother used to stick us in the corner and say, stay there! And then she'd go <gasps> jump into a table full of stuff and... <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, but I got my reward afterwards by getting a, a black and white frap at the Jordan Marsh lunch counter, and it was the best ever. So it was worth it. Wait, didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't your mother, my grandmother, Kitty LaRue, yes, that's her yep. name, didn't she put you, first of all, I love... I love the different time period, which is just throw your kids in the corner and hope that nobody steals them. Yeah, I know, I know. But didn't she tell? Didn't she say, "Stay here, I'm going shopping for foundation garments"? If I remember the story correctly, she left you there Whatever. to go shop for bras. Filene's basement was not; it didn't have racks with clothes hanging. It was it had lawless. Tables with everything piled on top, and a sign as what they were as to what they were. But and then and the women would be in there and the clothes would be flying overhead. It was crazy. Oh it was God. the funniest thing. It's a wild and west. Billy and I of... would be stuck in the corner hanging on whatever we could find. 
and would always be there when she came back. So <laughs> this brave new world. I would have fight for bras. Fight, I know. fight your way through the undie table, and every now and then you'll find a sock in there. It's like finding an onion ring in your fries. I like that. That's right. And I remember when I was 14 years old, she went into Filing's basement and asked the lady, where can I find bras for a 14-year-old? And the woman said to her, shouldn't she be? No, she no undershirts. She was looking for undershirts for a 14-year-old. And the woman said to her, shouldn't she be wearing her first bra? So I was humiliated. She brought one home for me. I couldn't believe it. Are you? It was so- horrifying. I just, I just want My you to know that Patrick talk about underwear. Patrick just passed out. I so this was the weather report. This is a weather report because you should be you wearing a bra on a chilly day so you don't offend anybody or cut any glass or anything. Yes, that's right. The weather. The weather is lovely. It's ninety degrees and warm. I wish. It's like pouring rain. It's in the mid-30s, and uh, I want to see the sun again. What can we expect I... from my birthday weather? What? Well, oh. this will be after the fact, but um, uh, my birthday yeah, is, is actually... when? Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh, what's my no, birthday? It's seasonal. In the mid-30s with sunshine, with sunshine. But um, I don't know. I need a good snowstorm, I think. It's like I'd rather have that than this rain. Right now it's pouring. Well, so, so can, am I going to have good weather on my birthday? Yes, yes, you are. Okay. So uh, it'll be cold. It'll be cold, but sunny. So I guess we can't, uh, you know, we'll have to take it. I have a question for you about my yes. birthday because we've go, got you go. here on the phone. We were just yes. talking about the birthday at Chuck E. Cheese where you got stuck in the cheese factory slide. <gasps> oh, of course you would. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, you just sparked a memory. <laughs> I like to recover Sweet them. Sweet girl. Sweet girl. <laughs> <laughs> and all the people, because that had, that thing has windows, like two levels. Yeah. And I was in the upper level, and there's a round plastic window there, and I could look out. People <laughs> looking up at me. I was humiliated. <laughs> I had to force myself through a hole. It was horrible. Because you got scared. It's always you. Oh, it was that I was scared, so you went in the cheese factory with me because I I was scared. I didn't go in there because I felt like it. It was was you. (laughs) (laughs) It's always you. You were horrific. You know what? You were horrific. You heard this. This is why I'm in therapy right now. I'll be sending you the bill. Thank you. Yeah. Now I was, believe that. There was uh, never an issue. The fact that like me and Alan had the same birthday. So me and my brother, same birthday listeners. Right. No, it was like, uh, uh, yeah, three years apart, but made for horrible Decembers because I, I used to start whining about Christmas in December in August. I said, oh, my God, because each one of you wanted your own birthday party with your own friends. And, and then there was the family birthday party. So by the time that was over, I was like hung out to dry. I had had it. But uh, I was glad when all birthday parties stopped because it made it for an easier Christmas. So you're not celebrating us this year? No, I I, I have a confession to make, though. I, your, uh, your father and I tried to go back to that Winnipesaukee orchard and get that cha- Japanese kimono for <gasps> you. Oh, my God! <laughs> but I couldn't get in. I Are you kidding? They closed for the season. But I gotta just tell you, remember? So, so uh, Patrick redesigned the living room the other day, and he found uh, that gold decanter that I found. There's an antique store in in Winnipeg near Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire. Amazing antique store, and I found some really cool things. And there was an actual, full, proper, absolutely stunning, heavy as hell, like chainmail weight Japanese kimono. 
gorgeous. Like a legit kimono. And because it was in New Hampshire, it was only a hundred bucks. And I just thought to myself, I was like, well, where am I going to, I'd actually wear this kimono like in life. I mean, it'd be extreme, but you know, that's true. Or you put it on a wall. It's stunning. Well, I thank you. It's the thought that counts and you've ruined my birthday. uh, I'll get it for you next spring (laughs) when they open up again. Did they close for the season? Yeah, that's what happened. We went over there two times. They had a sign on their thing that they were open at noon. So we waited and waited and waited like a couple of idiots. No other, no other cars in the parking lot. But Let's be honest. There's wine in there, too. You can drink wine yeah, and walk wine. around. So there yes. was, you know, motivation. We could go to a wine tasting, yes. Uh, however, we went twice, and then I even called them, and they are closed for the season. <gasps> so in the spring... If it's still there, it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. You've heard it here, people. I'm going to get my birthday gift in April. This is very exciting. I was so... Oh, I am honored. I am honored. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sure. Is there anything you would like to add to this this first week of December moth report before we, we let you go and I go back to my therapist and I talk about how I was a horrific child that was responsible for getting you stuck in the Chuck E. Cheese slide? No, I think that about covers everything. I don't have anything else to add to that. Patrick, do you have any questions from my mother regarding uh, weather or birth? Was it a difficult birth? It seems like it would have been very difficult. No, actually, Aaron was like a half hour. That was it. Nice. See, I am I am punctual yeah. is what I am. Yes, you are. And I don't want to put any people out. So I just wanted to get out and get into the world as quickly as possible. Mm. When yes, I was cooked, yes. I was ready. When we see how nicely that turned out. So. Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> and I was one of the last babies born at that hospital. They shut it down actually, after you that. you were. You had like four attendants. And I was in the hospital for five days. In those days... It was great, you know. They're like, we don't know what came anymore. out of that woman, but we can't get rid of the smell, and now we have to burn down this wing. So, yeah, they knocked so it ma'am, down. whenever we are done febrezing you and sewing you back up, we're going to have to burn this, this mother Damian down. This Damien Omen child, the only way, let's get some priests up here, knock the building down. You just have to get the surgeon in to put her head right on. Facing the right direction. We didn't know it was going to come in backwards, but, you know. Um, you should wow. call her Linda. I was one of the last babies born there. I just feel like when you reach perfection, why go on? I'm sure sure that's what they thought. (laughs) I am done with this abuse. This birthday abuse. (laughs) It's assisted living. I made it into a retirement home. Ten priests killed themselves that very night. From the cradle to the grave. (laughs) I was here. 76. But that's it. I got nothing else on the weather. It stinks. So other than that, Ooh. well, happy, happy birthday, birthday to us. <laughs> yes. I thank you for the moth report. Patrick, My thanks pleasure. you. The family, the listeners, everybody thanks you okay. for bringing me into this earth and uh, ah, giving yes, me the weather. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, you take care. Have a happy birthday. And uh, bye, Patty. Bye, Kim. Love you guys. See ya, Chuck Have Chase. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you on the factory floor. <laughs> yep, stuck. And the worst part was she was looking out a window. She could see her freedom Sad. right there. She couldn't get to it. Can we get a uh, manager, please, for this line? There's a woman stuck. Somebody bring the butter. <laughs> Someone get Mel up here, please. We've got some get, get cooking oil in the kitchen. We're going to need some grease. Yeah, we got another one. Mel. <laughs> Is someone stuck? Wow. Well, I'm glad that we could be we could be entertained by her and get get some anecdotes. I knew that something would be waiting in the wings for her to judge me on. Wow. 
And I think the only way to undo it now is with... <gasps> topless to... Oh. No, try it again. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you were going to say topless tutors, by the way. Now that is a way to improve your SAT scores. SAT and A's. There you go. There you go. There you go. There it's there time go. once again for... Listen to mail, listen to mail. Happy birthday to Mel. Happy birthday to. Is there a more depressing song than Happy Birthday? Probably not. Nobody gets excited to hear it. I wouldn't. I was. I forgot what birthday I was at, and they were singing Happy Birthday, and it just sounded like someone was going to start crying, and then the whole room was going to start crying. <laughs> it is. You know, it, it, like it kind of drops down instead of like people like happy birthday to like, there's that. And then there's happy birthday. It's all about that first person who sets, who sets the key too. Yeah. I like to set it real high so nobody can reach it. All right. It is time once again for listener mail. Cash the check. So cash the check and send us your listener mail, please, to dearpodofficial at gmail.com. If you have any advice questions that need answering, we want to answer them for you. So please, as a birthday gift to me, please send us listener mail. Nobody likes anyone begging for sex, Aaron. Come on. Please give me your camel throat. All right. I can feel your camel down my throat. The great big camel. <laughs> she great big fat camel. All right. Why don't you kick us off for the for the listener mail? Dear Pod, I work in a large open bullpen with three desks in each of a dozen or so rows. People are alternately on the phone or a computer, and it can be loud sometimes, but not deafening. My two co-workers incessantly pop and suck gum, even pulling it in and out of their mouth with their fingers. Oh. The offending gum chewers have been at it for a couple of months, and though I've heard one or two people joke about the popping, no one has ever confronted these annoying women. I've tried my very best to ignore the spine-cracking sounds, but it's driving me mad. What should I do? Signed, Misophoniac. Is that how you pronounce it? Misophoniac. Whatever. Uh, yeah, the O Misoph- is there, but that's fine. Misophoniac. Yeah, misophoniac. Oh, oh, this this from... Factually inaccurate. Go foe yourself. Dear Miso, tell Violet Beauregard to zip it with the gum chatter. Unless you work for Wrigley's Hubba Bubba or Bubblicious, I don't see how snapping and popping your gum at work is acceptable behavior unless you're one of the $10 hookers by Chelsea Pierce. Don't get me started with the pulling it in and out of their mouth to play with it. Who are these people? Are they trying to be that brunette scene-stealer Laura San Giacomo as Kit DeLuca and Pretty Woman? Maybe maybe you should have a chat with the head of the bullpen and ask what the protocol is, and if there isn't, then make a case for professionalism. He or she may be impressed with your interest in raising the bar a little. Unless this gum-chewing is advised from their doctor to handle stress and anxiety, I don't see how blowing bubbles and snapping your trident makes anyone look any better than an apathetic teenager on an overnight shift at McDonald's. Nice. I, this is a topic that is very close to the bone for me. How so? I'm convinced that I have misophonia. Mm-hmm. Convinced. But let me answer as Anne and then I will elaborate. Stop that right now. Where did that gum even come from? Have you been chewing that the whole time? I had some gum in my pants. Shut your whore mouth. Get that thing out of there. You trash. You come and gutter trash. 
I didn't even see you do that. Bugger. All right, listen to this. Dear miss, for those... I will burn this house to the ground. I will... I will kill your body. I'm going to end your disgustingly already too long life. Do you understand me? Do you... I literally... I... This is... I'm... I don't... I, I don't even know. Did you do this? Stop it. Stop it. Make him stop it. Can you stop it? I'm back in the cabinet again. Someone let me out of the little cabinet. All right. I'm answering now. I'm answering. Oh, you're back. I'm back. I'm back because I have something to say on this topic. Dear Miss... For those listeners who don't know, misophonia is a noise sensitivity disorder wherein negative emotions, thoughts, and physical reactions are triggered by specific sounds. I, and Landers, have misophonia. Or, I just hate people. I can't begin to count the amount of times I've said to my jewels, if I can hear you chewing from the other room, you're doing it wrong. I could go to Saturn and still hear him crunching tortilla chips. So yours is a problem with which I am all too familiar. As far as I know, the only cure for this is a gun. So the best you can do is manage it through a variety of coping mechanisms. In addition to cognitive behavioral therapy and counseling, there is tinnitus retraining therapy, TRT, where people are taught to tolerate noise. There's self-care, avoiding noisy spaces, earplugs, or fancy noise-canceling headphones. I wear those every time I go to a mall since it seems like there's always a child there screaming as if it was lit on fire. I always say the only sound worse than a crying baby is a happy one. The screeches of joy go straight down your spine. However, if I was seated near gum snappers for the workday, I would probably pull a Chicago and yell, you pop that gun one more time while flipping their desks over. But... Rather than lose your job, maybe kill them with kindness and appeal to vanity. Bring them a bowl of starlight mints and place them on the desk, saying I know how important fresh breath is to you. I notice you chew a lot of gum. Do you know that causes jowls? Rather than age yourself, might I suggest these mints? But make sure you unwrap them ahead of time as the sound of plastic crinkling will make you equally homicidal. If they suck as loud as they chew, get thee to Best Buy and invest in Bose Quiet Comfort 35s or a revolver. Now, if you'll excuse me, I can hear my jewels breathing from the driveway. Time to get out the plastic bags. Wow. Yeah, it's a a hot button issue. I'm ready to put my hand in your throat. In it. I dare you. I dare you. Dare you to put your hand in my throat? Gather around the Christmas tree. Oh Lord! Woo! Squirrel! Squirrel! Trees, more trees! <laughs> Elevated train goes by. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to. Drama. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, my ass. This Can is I get a-, a glass of water, please? Sound I need is- to take a pee with you. Cue card. <laughs> Cue card. <laughs> <laughs> I. 
<laughs> when it comes to people and the sounds, it's getting worse with age. And I think that my my husband now thinks I'm on the spectrum or something. Well, uh, I saw you worse. yesterday. Thanks. Am I on oh. the spectrum? Do I have a hypersensitivity to this now? Just like, I don't know why it's getting worse with the years. Is it just that I hate people? I can't tolerate this. The weird sounds. You like people. No. People who say they don't, that they hate people are stupid. Of course you like people. No, I hate people. No, you don't. No, don't speak for me. It's like any girl that says, I'm a party girl. No, you're not. No. Or like, I'm really funny. But no, why is it that it seems like the open mouth eaters only want to sit by me? Because. Consistently. Because you're secreting it. I'm, I'm attracting the thing I don't want yeah. is what you're saying. Correct. All right. I'm doing the next next letter. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself. I'm pre- so prepared. Oh, good. Swallow that gum, goddammit. I'm going in. All right. Dear Pod, I have really nice neighbors and we are always pleasant to each other. We put up a large above ground pool in our backyard and they put up a trampoline. <laughs> I would like to enjoy our pool how do I put this delicately, without tan lines. I do not want to offend them or expose myself to their teenage son when he's jumping on their trampoline. Is there a tactful way to ask them to move the trampoline since there is no other way to be discreet in my own backyard? Signed, Bearast in Baton Rouge. Dear (laughs) B-A-B-R, I'll tell you what I told my sister when she was trying to convince her husband to buy her a new car. The fastest way to get from point A to point C is with boobies. I can't think of an easier, more direct way to get your point across than to show, not tell. Next time little Ricky decides to go out for a mid-morning bounce, put on your birthday suit and do a little pool skimming. Maybe some naked Tai Chi or some casual mowing. Technically, you're not doing anything illegal or offensive. It's your own property. And last time I checked, neighbors with horrible trampolines don't have air rights. So throw your discretion and your bra to the wind. I'm sure after one enlightening bounce session, little Timmy will run to his mother and tell her he saw Mrs. Smith's Major League Yabos. Problem solved. Hell, if you want the neighbors to move, send your mother-in-law out there to go, you know, buck bony and have her do some deep knee squats and gardening. If you need to call in reinforcements, I'll send my jewels over. It takes a village to move a trampoline. Good luck, Baton Rouge. Hope you don't get chilly. Ann. Air rights. Air rights. Air rights. Did you ever see that scene in Burlesque when they talk about air rights? Christina Aguilar goes into Cher's office after Cher's about to sell off her her, uh, burlesque club. I blacked out half this movie, so you're going to have to refresh me. So... Academy Award nominee Christina Aguilera walks in and she's like, I know how to save the club. All right. <laughs> and then Cher's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she's like, All right. All right. And so that's how they save the club by selling Why the does air your rights. share sound like, like Buff- Buffalo, Buffalo Bill? Bill? Because it's one and the same. Cher could have played Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Hey, Jody. Yeah, just like come in my basement. It's like so cool. No. I know, don't mind all the moths and things. Oh, to see, that's no. no that's then it terrible. turns into Dolly Parton yeah, if I try it. to do share. What's your done. answer? Well, it's not my answer. It's, it's uh, uh, the lady. Abby, of the house. Sorry, sorry. Yes. So sorry. So sorry. So very sorry. So sorry. <clears throat> Dear Bo Derek. 
As much as I would love for you to enjoy getting your vitamin D on natural, I'm not too sure if your neighbor will appreciate you telling them where they can and cannot put their recreational playthings. If you do ask them to adjust their trampoline and they decline, I can only imagine the increase of trampoline use each and every time you are trying to get rid of your tan lines. So, my suggestion is to try and get your fix when that trampoline isn't in use. In my experience, every kid loves the idea of a trampoline, but the usage reality is never as often as one thinks. A quick search on Craigslist for gently used trampolines can only corroborate my thoughts. If for some reason you end up reenacting various scenes from Porky's or Porky's Revenge, then maybe strike up that conversation with your quote-unquote nice neighbor. I hate a trampoline. We are surrounded in the suburbs by kids with trampolines. How often are they in use? Uh, Sadly, tragically, in our situation, more often than not. And I'm talking like 11 p.m., kids on trampolines. How often are you nude in your backyard? Me, I'm never nude, but we know this. Right. So then what the hell are you complaining about? No, I'm not. I'm complaining about the trampoline itself. Is, it's not your trampoline. The actual, what do you care? No, the, the sound of a trampoline is never, it always starts off with joy, and then you inevitably hear like, ha, 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 yay, yay, ha, ha. Here's a thought. Slam, cry. Here's a thought. Put on music. I think that this is actually the way of nature, nature's way of thinning the herd. No, I Those think. Those kids, it, it always, somebody into... always hits the edge. That's not your fucking kid. So who cares? They have netting on the outside. Great. Let them let their let their limbs snag in the springs PM, and yank it. Then all of a sudden, no one wants to be on the trampoline. Who wants to do a midnight tramp? Why do you fucking care? Um, because if I'm hanging out in my backyard with friends at midnight and we're all getting our drink on, and you hear, well, then you need to be a better hostess and turn on some fucking music so you can't hear it. That sounds like you and and Jim having. Sexy, sexy time. With a clown. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you guys I don't know do. what happens when you it's leave It's not my here. problem. If we invite a third in, it's our prerogative. Wow. All right. Woo! All right. prerogative. Let's cleanse the palate, All shall right. we? All right. With a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Put that liquid deep inside my drink. mouth. I don't care where you get it. I don't care what it tastes like. It's probably gonna burn my throat. Cue card. (laughs) Cue card. (laughs) Oh lord. Oh lord. Oh god. Oh. So. Wait, you have the specialty cocktail recipe in your hand. I do. I do. Are you gonna read us the tasting notes this week? This is very exciting. This is the. I'm this, gonna kick back, relax, and take my pants off. This is the bee's knees oh. discovered online by the ever patient and multifaceted producer James Jules Ferris. Oh, yeah, see, it's tough to read those words, isn't it? <laughs> three quarters ounce lemon juice, three quarters a honey syrup, oh. two ounces of gin in a shaker, add ice, served in a coupe glass. Here. What do you get for a birthday girl who's got it all? Roof over her head, fancy set of wheels, two fur babies, and a husband who is so good looking, he actually is not losing his hair, but he seems to be growing more face. This gal is up at the crack of dawn every day, feeding the fur balls, cleaning the house, judging the next door neighbors, and planning her evenings hitting the stage in comedy clubs all over New York City. That type of hectic 
schedule could make anyone a bit sour. Hello, lemon juice! But this gal pulls it all together. She includes an hour-long Orange Theory class, half-hour marathon run, a yoga, Zumba, and cycling class in her daily agenda. This tasty little bit of crumpet looks so snatched as she sets as she steps into those painted-on jeans and tight-fitting t-shirt while she gets herself ready to make the good people of Manhattan laugh the night away. Enter the sweet honey syrup. This cinnamon broom with abs has a voice and a look right out of the Prohibition era. She's a flapper, twiggy, and olive oil rolled into one. So let's bring on the gin. Back in the day, this expression was right up there with the cat's meow and the cat's pajamas. But as we celebrate her birthday this week, all of us at Dear Pod think Miss Erin McGuire is the bee's knees. Wow, that sounded dramatic forced. and lovely. And yes, now you know what it's like. Forced. A gun to your head. Cheers. That's right. That's Happy right. Happy birthday. Enjoy your Cosby cocktail. Oh my God, that is lovely. And it almost makes me feel a little healthy because it's got honey and lemon in it. Mm. It cuts through all the crud Ooh. and the rage from Ooh. my childhood. Oh, this this is going to warm me up. So when I'm mm. singing at the tree lighting. Are you going to the tree lighting? I'm supposed to perform. Oh, well, naturally. Underneath the all the mist. Mistletoe. I, I need a. I don't know what's on that cue card. Honey, 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 my hell. Oh, God. Honey, honey, have my car ready. I gotta get the hell out of here. Presents Whee! and cards are here, and I'm looking at your derriere, and you. Next cue card. Why did I wear this graduation gown? I can't get my hands out of the arms. Anyone have a cell phone near so I can get the. Lyrics here. This Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>